Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. I'm so excited to continue looking at Psalm 71 with you. So let's go ahead and dive right in. We're in Psalm 71, verse 19, and I'm reading from the ESV. Your righteousness, O God, reaches the high heavens. First of all, his goodness, his his righteousness, his integrity reaches all the way up to the high heavens, to the sky above beyond even our comprehension. That's how good our God is. And we want to keep that in mind, that goodness of God, as we continue to read. Because of course, right, we always want to use scripture to inform how we read scripture. We want to use scripture to interpret scripture. So remember that that God is a good God at his core. That's who he is. Your righteousness, O God, reaches the high heavens. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? Of course, the answer is no one. No one is like our God who has done great things and will continue to do great things. You who have made me see many troubles and calamities. And this here, this is when we need to remember his goodness. You who have made me see troubles and calamities. If, if God wasn't good, and we didn't know that God was good, he was righteous, we, we might be tempted to believe that God here was the one actually causing all of the trouble and calamity, that God was an evil God or a hurtful God. And sometimes, I mean, I know we see this a lot of times in those people around us and sometimes even ourselves in our own hearts, we have this this reaction, this response to blame God for what's happening in our lives. But we see in James, we know that that God is is not the one who is causing these things. For example, when you're facing temptation, and that word temptation here in James, in James chapter 1, that word temptation can also mean trial. Let no one say when he is tempted or tried, I am being tempted or tried by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. He himself tempts no one. But each person is is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. And we see after that, that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. That is our God. He is the giver of good gifts. And yes, sometimes in this fallen world, he does allow trials to come upon us. He does allow these difficulties. He does allow the troubles and the calamities in our lives, just like he allowed these things when we think about the story of Job. He allowed these things to happen. But may we never blame him for being the cause of those things, because God is not evil. God at his core and his character is good and righteous, and he is the father of lights. He is the giver of every good and every perfect gift. And while sometimes we don't understand why he allows it, he does in our life. And, and that same section and that same passage in scripture in James talks about how 
trials can produce steadfastness. They can produce fruit in us. They can produce good in us when God brings us through because God works everything, all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. That is something we can rest in and trust in that God is a good God. And even though he allows this junk to continue on, we know that that junk, that this fallen period is only temporary. And our God's goodness, he is eternal. And even in that junk, even in the troubles and calamities, he is working good in us and through us and for us. So let's read this verse again. You who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again. Isn't that beautiful? Again and again, he's going to revive us. He's going to awaken us. He's going to breathe life into us, into you. No matter how many troubles and calamities you face, our God is still good at the end of it. And he works good and he will continue to revive you again. From the depths of the earth, you will bring me up again. Even when you feel so low, so beaten down, so covered and overwhelmed, he will bring me up again. He will bring you up again. He will lift you up. He will revive you, breathing life. You will increase my greatness and comfort me again. That is what we can know Just because we believe in the Lord doesn't mean all of our troubles, all of our calamities, all of our challenges are going to go away. But we can rest in a good God who comforts us, who revives us, who lifts us up, and who goes with us each step of the way. You will increase my greatness and comfort me again. So again, just like we talked about in our last episode, whether this is a balm to your soul right now, you're going through troubles and calamities, you're going through challenges, hear this truth and remember who God is. Not to blame these things on him, but to look at his character. In a sense, you're, you're viewing God through the lens of scripture, through the lens of who he is, rather than, than viewing him through the lens of your troubles right? We don't want to view God through the lens of our troubles. We want to view our troubles through the lens of our good God. And even if you aren't going through troubles right now, store this reminder up in your heart. Store these verses up in your heart and mind for the future day to come when troubles and calamities will come, when big or small, external or internal, you will feel knocked down or overwhelmed store up the truth that our God is good, he is righteous, he is comforting, and he will revive you again and again. And I'll see you in our next episode. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the most recent episodes, I would invite you to click that share button and send it to someone who you think could use or would appreciate this encouragement click share, send it to someone you care about, and maybe even let them know why. Let them know what stood out to you to encourage them to listen, to encourage them to get into God's word because we trust him to be good and his word to be living and active.